Hey everybody, how we doing? Um, here's uh, another long-awaited artist that we've been talking about that we've had on well, for a, a little while on our, on our radar. Yeah. Um, and that's uh, Jason Flowers. And those of you that have watched Tags, you've seen him on there. And anyone that's been following any of the last Ronin stuff, yeah, um, you'll see his artwork there. So, uh, Jason, tell us about yourself. Um. Hey everyone. <laughs> uh, Nice to meet you. Uh, thanks for having me on. Thanks for coming on. Um, we appreciate so, it. Yeah, I, I'm super excited to be on here. Uh, I, so I've been making comics for a very long time, and um, I'm glad it's finally getting some notice, mainly because of my turtle stuff. So, Yeah, that, that turtle I'm, stuff I'm, was amazing. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, um... So pretty much I've been making comics and um, going to shows and setting up. I've been doing it full time for like the last 10 years. Oh, wow. Um, not it stays that way. Yeah, I used to work retail before that. And I would just do the comic stuff when I can and, and do conventions on the side. And I had an opportunity to kind of like get out of that and try to make it as a full time artist. And I, I thankfully it's been going well. So well, maybe that's your next I, big I, step out of retail into artists. I, I'm not an artist <laughs> at all. I, I can appreciate it and work with the ones that do it well, but I'm not an artist by any means. Um, I, I, I can for us who can kind of see it and for the audience, maybe can see it a little bit, too. But you kind of have yourself a, a blue sketch outline there and you're going to do a sketch for us. What you got going? So, um, yeah, I know it's very thin. I, I do this sometimes where I, um, if I'm going to do like a, a drawing, I, if I can plan it out um, in the computer, I'll scan, I'll print it out in blue line yep. mm -hmm. very thinly and then go straight into inks. And it's going to be the last Ronin. So that's very cool. Since we've been talking about it and that's been pretty popular right now for me. So, yeah, the, the last Ronin stuff has been awesome for, for everybody who's done the covers. Um, I, I'm sure you've had a great response to it. What what do you have going on? But no, besides Last Ronin right now, because I know that series is is pretty much wrapped up. But no, it hasn't dropped yet. The last book, but I'm sure all the art stuff and that is done. What what do you have coming up next, or what are you working on next, or is it still top secret stuff? Or well, um, just real quick, if you guys, yeah. I think you can. Yeah, see it. we've no got that player. one up on screen Hopefully. as well. Yeah. yeah, we've put it up on. Yeah, screen. Yeah, that's my. That's the first the first cover art for Last Ronin I got to do. Before that, I got to do a, um, this is with Epicos Comics. They live, um, they're about an hour from me in Chattanooga, okay. Tennessee. Mm. But that was the first cover we did with them. And it was like a cool little character border so we could do sketches in the middle of it for issue 99. I've, I've shown it was you gonna that be one before one. with yeah, different sketches in it. Yeah, we have that one. Yeah, it was going to be for 100, but when they found out there were so many covers for 100, right. they didn't want it to get lost. And yeah. we did the cover in such an amount of time that there was still an opening to get it in on number 99. That's so cool. it actually worked out. It, it, it actually well. stands out better at being 99 compared to the 100. Right. So did you, you're saying you did the artwork for like the characters in the border there? Yes. Oh. yes. So, the, so the whole border is all me. Oh, I didn't realize that. Well, that makes it even more yeah, important yeah. to me. <laughs> yeah the funny thing is is my sign you can't really see my signature because it got cut off they originally wanted to cut probably like about another half inch or more oh, no. off. yeah and i was like guys like no 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 like you have to have at least that much around it but um so we talked them out of it but yeah my my name got cut off here and then on the um on the first cover here um 
I wasn't thinking about the way the size is because it's more magazine style right. than 11 by 17. Yeah. And my name and the colorist's name both got cut off again. So, uh, so while I'm thinking, wise, what? How do you feel about the, those larger books now? Because, like you said, the last Ronin's been that larger size. A lot of the aftershock has one shots that are the the one size. Does it matter to you when you're when you're working on the work, or does it not matter? Like I, I would think the dimensions would kind of change a little bit. And obviously, you just said that with your with your uh, signature. That there but when it comes to the rest of the artwork is that is that much of a difference or no um well when i when i did this one specifically i i really wasn't planning or, or thinking in terms of that that size difference because um our cover we were trying to get in and then we didn't ha have enough time or like we missed the deadline or something and then they extended it so we had to like pretty much rush last minute to get this cover finished uh -huh. So I, I wasn't thinking in terms of like the size of the paper, but the only thing they really had to do was I think they, they trimmed a little, little bit of it, like I said. So there's probably like a half inch down at the bottom here that is supposed to be here, which which doesn't really show much of anything. And I think it's more like just the water. Mm -hmm. And um, so it was okay, but um, so none of the actual image. But when I, I have an issue, I have a cover for issue five yep. coming out. That's a wrap. We have cover. it up right now, actually. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. And um, so that's on my website right now for pre-order, but uh, we had to make sure I had to kind of make sure the size was accurate because I did it on um, two 11 by 17s. So I wanted to make sure nothing got cut off. And if yeah. it did, it wasn't really anything too particularly important. Right. No. Nope. Well, it's been but, great. But overall, yeah, it's been, it's been pretty fine with uh, not really worrying about that kind of thing. Now, are you just doing cover work, or are you doing interior art as well too? Or? No, um, yeah, that that well, that's a good segue into my next one. So this is my my creator own right. book. Now, I um, had questions about that. So I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah, yeah. So I did a couple of different covers. I've got a Jim Lawson variant also for it. Um, can people? He's a bounty hunter. Can people frog. still find that book? Is it available? Yes, it's available on my website. Oh. I think I might be um, checking that out because I didn't know he could still get that. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's trying to get this. Um, he was hired by these this group called the Brotherhood of Light to retrieve this this um, stone emblem that these um, mole ninjas have stolen to try to resurrect their mole god named Mogaria. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just kind of a over the top Ninja Turtles heavily inspired comic book. Oh. I guarantee um, I'll like it because I like that stuff, and I'm also really enjoying uh, another independent book lately, uh, Billy the Kit, where the the rabbit cowboy that's trained by a samurai goat. Have you seen or heard of that one? I think I, I think I have seen that one. On, is it on Kickstarter? Uh, it was on Kickstarter was. originally, but now it's 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 been released from some small company. I don't remember what. Uh, they have two or three issues out. It's been great, but I'm definitely going to check out that uh, Bounty Bullfrog because, again, I didn't realize that was you. I've seen it in the past, but it, it, it makes me laugh yeah. when, I, when I do these interviews with these people and we start talking about stuff, how much stuff of their previous catalog I've actually liked and just never realized mm -hmm. before. So, Yeah, it was originally – so this is – this is where it stemmed from. It was originally an idea I came up with when I was like 16. That's awesome. That is awesome. And I was like, I got really back into like Ninja Turtles 
um, around like middle of high school. And I just was really inspired by Turtles and, and Lobo with Simon Bisley's artwork. Uh-huh. And uh, so those two just really dominated my world at the moment. And I came up with this guy. And so, back when the pandemic started, I was like, you know, I, I need to really b- bring this guy back. So that copy that's you what's have happening. there, is that one that you made up when you were 16? Yeah. Wow. This was, um, yeah. This is the second issue. The second issue is only like five pages long, but the first one's probably like eight or oh, 10. Oh, so it's an actual issue? It's not just the cover? No, no, yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. Like I'm, I used back when I was in That's in awesome. uh, the beginning of high school, probably around like ninth, tenth grade. I used to Xerox copy my own comics, yeah, mm-hmm. and and go and set up at uh, local comic conventions, Just like and the Turtle Guys did. Yeah, they totally yeah, did. yeah. Like that stuff was hugely inspiring for me. So growing up, like that's the kind of stuff I wanted to do, and it it really uh, ring a bell with me. So that's amazing. Um, yeah, I just I've always wanted to do that, and I always did as a kid. And into like out of high school, I was still making books, and then, um, you know, real life kind of hit. So I was doing retail stuff while I was still trying to make comics, yeah. and kind of fell into the fan art uh, area of of making making a living. And um, there's nothing wrong with that. I still love fan art, and I love drawing characters and. Um, but I mainly just draw like Ninja Turtles and stuff. So right. then, uh, I really probably about four or five years ago, I wanted to get back into making comics, and I started making my own books. And I kickstarted the first two issues of this. It's called AI Wars. Oh, so that's another video game homage. So that's your it's, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a good it's segue. My love <laughs> it's my love tribute to Ninja uh, to Contra, Metroid, yeah. super, Aliens, super Robocop. Super but yeah, Caliber Comics, um, they were pretty big in the 80s and 90s. They, yeah. they published the yeah. original Pro. Um, they're still around, and they're still putting out stuff, but more in graphic novel format. And uh, they put out my uh, the four issues into a collected graphic That's novel. Awesome. So, so this, this was pretty awesome. This was my published work coming back into making comics. So it was really inspiring. And what, it, yeah, so when the pandemic hit, it was like, let's make some more when, comics. When, with uh, that Bounty Bullfrog, you should put out an exclusive one day of like your original drawing cover. Yeah, the, the, director. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I want to do a. I want to do a homage yeah. to it. Like, I definitely want to do a homage cover to it. But um, I've got an idea of of putting out like the old sketches mm-hmm. and the old pages with the new. I, I just I love that kind of making have... like a like an original piece like that like that that that's so yeah. cool to me i actually have like several comics that are like this where they're just there's just multiple books but i only have like one or two copies left because when i made these you know i i would print like maybe 10 or 15 off at a time yeah. and take them to a show and sell them and then what was left over was it and uh i would always try to keep at least one copy for myself prototype so. Yeah, that's very yeah. cool. Now, uh, uh, yeah. we, since we're talking about the the video game homage there for a sec, Tyler has the the maniac of New York uh, Bronx is burning video game covers up on screen right now. 
what can you tell us about those because again we didn't realize those were yours and we love that series we've oh yeah i hadn't even seen them yet and when i was looking through your website and i was looking through some of your art and getting stuff up for the show i saw that and i said i i need to have that like i i mean it's 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 a great game but it's a horrible game yes and and the fact that you have not just you know, an homage of it, but even the the same colors, purple the version, purple and yeah. the cyan, like that blew my mind. That really yeah. sold me on it. Well, they um, uh, thank you. First of all, yeah. Uh, so, uh, same people that I I did the first my my first two Ninja Turtle covers with Epicos yeah. Comics. They came to me and asked me if I wanted to do another cover, and this time for a, a new Maniac New York miniseries, The Bronx yeah. is Burning. And I had always heard of the Maniac of New York, but I never got to read it. So I uh, I went online and I, I bought the digital copies and I read them and I, I thought it was awesome. I really liked, you know, Maniac Harry. Yeah, the art is amazing. Um, I, I have a, like a huge man yeah. crush on, on and- Andreas Moody's artwork now. So it's... Well, that and yeah, it's Aftershock. Yeah, we, so we're, many of the books yeah, Aftershock. We're Aftershock horrors too, so... <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah they uh yeah it was really cool and i i like the idea that it's very friday the 13th and i was like well what can i do that would like kind of stand out like that and um so i submitted like the idea of of the friday the 13th mm-hmm. cover because i always thought that was cool and they wanted to do uh like a variant kind of like a virgin style cover and i told them um epicos did so i asked them i was like well what if instead we just did like in the video game he's like this blue and yeah. purple and that like people who know that game would know this and they they'd get that that extra little geek out yeah, kind of thing like you know like well, only the fans would know so they they loved it and they thought it was a great idea and yeah so the the blue and the the blue and purple one is like more rare right, yeah, yeah. than than yeah. The, um, the regular version and is there still copies yeah. of that for sale <laughs> as well or do you know or um, on, on my website, yes, there there are still um, a few copies left over. Um, they the, when they got their covers, uh, unfortunately, this version, the the most rarest one, ended up getting, I think, like fifty or sixty copies were damaged, oh. and they only made like two hundred right. or something yeah. like that. So um, it's even more rare than than what they had available. But yeah. Um, what? Justin from you had you, you had me at, 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 uh, it was still available so you didn't have to tell me about the more rarity part so <laughs> <laughs> raise the Sorry. price quick yeah so what, what were you saying about Justin oh um he he bought the original oh, from me oh he, he would so yeah he's got he bought the original art and I sent him copies of the books too and um that's how we ended up started talking more and um then they had. That's how they got me on right. tags. Well, so that was oh, he didn't cool. tell me he bought that art. That's that doesn't that. surprise me. That yeah. Justin's always got the best art. That's cool. He, I, uh, I ended up buying because we put out a, a cover for the Chicken Devil. So I ended up buying the um, Mike Ruth Happy Hour uh, cover art for Chicken Devil. Um, so he probably right. took that money and flipped it into that. So. <laughs> 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 awesome do, do you have a i mean i know you like your drawing your your samurai your turtles and stuff like that but do you have like is it do you prefer just that kind of genre or do you like like drawing like say like fantasy stuff um, i'm 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 big on horror i love sci-fi and i love yeah. horror and um i actually have a couple ideas for like a sci-fi um like a fantasy kind of book um that i want to do like do you remember warlands yeah. 
back in the 90s, late 90s, like Pat Lee's Warlands yeah, from I Image. Um, I've, been, I've been looking at a lot of that lately. Um, it's, it, but that's so far off. Like my, my main goal right now is to, to stick with bounty and trying to get bounty out. Mm -hmm. Um, it's going to be like five issues and I, I, I'm on issue two right now and it should be done hopefully by March. So then we'll kickstart issue three, probably around like April, if I can, if I can swing yeah, it. If so. you send us any of the information you have for all that and we'll gladly share it. For sure. Absolutely, would, thank we you. We would even yeah. love, to, like, be interested in uh, helping you sell it as well one day, if you can you know, sell it, you no know, retail-wise, like exclusives. Or we started to we started to yeah. sell just um, help launch some new comics. Uh, we launched one earlier this week, a horror comic. So, yeah, let that's us know. The, that's kind of what nice. we're about, uh, getting uh, the you know exposure, the exposure, and yeah, whether it's artists or writers or whoever. That's kind of our our thing that we're going for is just get the the little guys out there. Because that's where all the good stuff is coming from these days. Yeah, I'm, I I love horror. Like horror is like a big thing for me. Okay, well I won't talk about it right now because that would be, would be cheesy. But when you uh, when we're off there, I'll, I'll shoot you information oh, about awesome. our new uh, our new horror book. Yeah, please do. That sounds oh, great. I, this is the Jim Lawson variant. That's awesome. For the first issue, Jim Lawson obviously he worked on Turtles yep. for. Yeah. 30 something years. Uh, I love the black. Thing. He did a beautiful like Daredevil uh, recreation cover. So in that, in that uh, artwork there, is he working on black and coloring white or is he working on white and all blacking that in? Uh, he, he, um, he sent me the original, like I've got him to do two covers. He did a cover for issue uh -huh. two also. And um, he, yeah, it's all, it's all white. And then he inks it all okay. in black. But it was so beautiful and black and white, and it was kind of another way to. I didn't want to color it, so I wanted. It was also a, like a great homage to the original Turtles in black I and agree. white. Or, so I kind of or like it or, or like Frank way. Miller, you know, Daredevil type stuff. Yeah, that's what I was getting. Yeah, yeah. Daredevil vibes. That's very cool. So, what do you prefer? Like, what do you feel you're stronger at, or what do you prefer doing more, the the writing or the or the art part? Um. Mainly, mainly I, I do both. I'm one of those, like, uh, I, I wish I had a team of people, but, um, I, I do, I do it all. Uh, I, I pencil, ink, letter, wrote. Mm -hmm. So, um, I, I have the ideas. I've, I've just been like that since, like I said, since I was a little mm -hmm. kid, um, kind of like being solo in high school with yep. it. It was one of those things where like, I didn't want to, it's um, your baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's hard letting go and letting someone else kind of like no, no, to, I get um, it. Have the ropes no, to do it, I get but it. you know, I really like that. I'm I'm super interested in that. So we'll we'll definitely help you uh, do more with that, whatever way we can. But um, I, this is crazy. I didn't realize so much of this stuff would it would be so interesting. I thought we'd be you know watching you draw, but I'm happy just doing this too. So <laughs> no, yeah, I realized I was like, oh man, we haven't even started. No, that's okay. Yet, that's but, cool, um... man. It's all good. What what you, what you were doing there with your your blue outlining and that we, I've seen that it's it's kind of like what a tattoo artist does, or you know before they start a tattoo, or or what we see uh, Mike Ruth do all the time. He'll take a drawing and then you know kind of do like a, a chalk transfer onto the cover. You know, just again too. Yeah. Yes. 
I love the way he yeah, does that. Yeah, every time he does I might, that. I might have to, like, borrow that. Every time he does that, I always I make have to fun. borrow that. Or not make fun. I make him explain that that, that uh, procedure. I don't know so anyone cool. that likes to talk about art or art supplies or <laughs> anyone more than Mike Ruth. That, that guy just, art is his Passion. everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, um, I make these dummy books, too. Like, uh, so, like, with the first issue of Bounty, like... <laughs> I kind of, oh, like, wow. make these little sketches and, like, thumbnails to kind of, like, go off of. And if I like yeah. them, I usually do them all in, like, ballpoint pen and then I scan them. So, like, there might be something that doesn't work out but fits better on another page. And I'll take all that and just kind of put it all together. That's that's um, crazy. That's, like, it's like er, early Walt Disney Mickey Mouse sketch kind of thing. <laughs> And it's cool to have, too, because then, like, you know, I just have that floppy just, like, sitting around that's, like, well, this is what the sketches were. Especially nowadays because everything is so digital. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I, oh, I love really digital. Cool. I, I use digital a lot for, like, um, like, my thumbnails. So, like, what I'll do is I'll take, uh, like, here we go. Like, this is the script from the first issue. So, like, um, when I'm reading my script that I've written, I, like, kind of... Kind of, like, storyboarding. Yeah, yeah. Right? I make these little storyboard-style panels, and then I'll take those, and I'll try to, like, just compile them and, and see what they would look like in comparison to, um, like, a full page. So, like, this page, for instance, is... Um, so, make it a little... A little bigger for you guys. I don't know if you guys can see that. So, yeah, we can see it. So I've got this panel, this page here, and then it, it looks mm -hmm. like this page. Oh, I can see it, yeah. That is really cool. Or I've got I've got this little like car here. That's a taxi. Like there's a huge chase scene. So <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'll take I, that and I'll I'll it, but, and it translate I'll, over perfectly. Like your your vision is coming across perfectly. Are yeah. are you a little O C D or I you know, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't um like I try to be really loose with everything, but um when it comes Oh yeah, it looks like it. <laughs> when it comes to it like might yeah. as well be perfect art on the sketches there. <laughs> but I'll, I'll no, so, yeah, I scan that and then I um you can see where I like I blow it up pretty big on there and then um, when I make the page, I just that's cool. And then I print that out like like thin blue lines, and I just ink and I do like ink wash over it. I, I just I love that it all starts by hand like that. That's that's not something I would think that happens very often anymore. No, I I love that. I mean, yeah, I me too. I've got a comic I'm doing. I'm a big Castlevania fan. Um, so yeah. I'm, oh yeah. I'm doing a comic called Silent Vania. And it's just a whole, okay. it's a whole comic sequential digitally drawn, but it's all in silent. It's all silent. So there's, it's just mainly relying oh. on my storytelling. So it's more yeah, like a, a, a way to kind of like build my storytelling skills. And um, that's the only thing I've done recently. That's probably like fully digital. Okay. But I, I'm guessing cool. when you start off with that, you still probably do like like you were doing there with the the, the thumbnail sketches and the the ballpoint pen before you transfer over into the digital. Yeah, part, or, yeah. Or do you at all? Yeah. That um, those sketches, yeah, I do everything digital and then I scan those. Okay. Into Photoshop. So here's what that page looks like, and oh, the original size. Yeah, 
That's sweet. So is that the original artwork for that page? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. And it, um, like it. it probably doesn't do it justice at all in terms of um, seeing the ink wash and stuff. But No, but yeah, it, it I, still it, looks pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. That looks great. I can see it on that side panel there for sure where the, the galaxy is along. there. Yeah. yeah. I can really see it. And on yeah. the road there. I'm, I'm planning once the second issue's out to to do a, another copy version of the first issue, but just all in black and white with the gray tones nice. instead of just being a fully color. So that way, because uh, I know there's a lot of people like me that I love this stuff. Like I eat this I stuff do. all the time. Like it's my favorite thing to see. I love behind the scenes stuff. Mm -hmm. I do as well. That's that's why director's cuts of books have done so well. Yeah. The last Ronin directors. And, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of those things. Yeah, the director's cut. I really need to get that book. Um, I like that one. I, I flipped through the one recently that was um, the design stuff. So it's right. like all the design, like layout, uh, machines and robots and um, costumes he did. I was like, man, this stuff is yeah, that's killer. <laughs> you don't you don't have the, the last run on director's cut? No, not yet, not yet. I, I, oh, I was, we'll, we'll, we'll make a trade. We'll make a trade, maybe. Yeah, there you go. We, we got a couple of copies because we were selling some of those. So, again, that's something that we'll talk about off air. So. Yes, please. <laughs> I, I like to imagine out. that there's uh, short boxes and long boxes next to each other. One's got the fully printed out issues, like the one you see there, but then there's also the little mini sketch ones you've done. and uh... <laughs> That would be awesome. Yeah, I... Um... I do these books called, uh, like, I Like Turtles. So oh, this nice. is volume three. And um, it's pretty much just, like, I try to do, like, a Turtle Tuesday kind of thing every Tuesday when I can. Yeah, yeah um, I see those all the time. On, sometimes it goes on Wednesdays. But um, it's just a collection of, like, drawings and stuff that I've done of just nice. nothing but Ninja Turtles. Oh, that's great. So cool. every once in a while I try to, like, um, put in a couple of like sketches, like here's like that the soggy one was awesome. Nice for the Ronin. There's the inks, and then what the um, Guillermo Mendez um, is this artist who did the coloring for me. But yeah, and I just uh, compile. Who's, who's them put on. these ones out? Is this like it's, totally this self? Is, this is me. Yeah, this is just yeah. me. Um, you got so much stuff I want. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a little like collection. So I do like a I do like a little limited run for each volume, and I usually you have the cover blank, and then like there'll be an image on the back. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, this is the third volume. These are available on the website too. But okay. But yeah, it's just okay. I I try to collect. Sounds like uh, your website's going to be getting some heavy traffic, and after this interview, <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. That'd be great. That'd be great. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. But yeah, I, I guess we should start drawing, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it sounds good. I mean, we could keep talking, but yeah, I know, I know. I got so distracted. That's all right. It's fun. So I know you said you're in the south, like like southwest, like like south, like like south, like like uh, like Alabama south or south. Like I'm not just naming off places. Or south, like yeah, Florida yeah, I, south, or California, or I Texas. Live in, or, I live in uh, Georgia. Oh, Georgia. Okay, yeah. So near Florida. So yeah, it's it's kind of near Florida. Um, not too far, though. Like 
I couldn't imagine living that far south because it just would be like like horrible to try to like venture off anywhere else that's not right Florida because <laughs> it's just it's so like this long, <laughs> long state that yeah. Yeah. yeah just to get to like Orlando from where I live is about eight to nine hours okay so I couldn't imagine and and Orlando is like dab in the middle of of uh florida right when you were uh i've asked this question to to the other guys who've done some of the uh exclusive covers for last ronin when you were sent uh uh, you know your your information about doing a cover in that did you have any idea on who the last ronin would be or did did you i know they all say that they didn't know obviously but did did you have a guess on who would be and, and you were surprised and wrong or did you just draw knowing that you thought it would be this person or, or how did you, what did you think about that? Well, I, I'm a huge Raphael fan. So everybody it, thought it was going to be Raphael. Of so. course I wanted it to be Raphael, but I knew deep down that it wasn't going to be him Me just, too. just because, you know, he's the hothead and, you know, sometimes that makes you uh, the worst candidate to, to slip up first, which, uh, you know, if, if sure. you read the books, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. uh, but I had heard that in previous interviews that um, back when Eastman had had originally been talking about this rough idea, mm-hmm. back when it was still a concept, he had mentioned that it was it was Mikey. So I kind of kind of already had that feeling. But yeah, doing the cover, it was just um, a lot of the time when you when you are doing covers for cover variants, um, it's super rare that you actually get to see like what the interior comic was like. Um, right. Yeah. Beyond another, like an there's another segue. Or... I, I, so I did a, a variant cover for black Friday for scout comics. Oh yeah. yeah. I didn't um, know you had one for that too. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's called um, from black caravan. It's, it's yeah. an exclusive variant. And um, they did have the first two issues. They, they did let me see, right. but um, so I was able to kind of get a better idea for doing a variant. But with with something like the last Ronin, it was just more like uh, yeah, too hush hush. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. I I don't think they could really risk wanting anyone to know what's going on that since yeah. it became such phenomenon. When we did covers for uh, Chicken Devil and also for uh, for Black Caravan, there we did cover for uh, Swamp Dogs. Uh, we were nice. able to see we were able to see the interior art for that a little bit earlier as well, but for those books, Chicken Devil, we got a preview. Swamp Dogs, we got the whole first issue. Yeah, yeah. and and when when I understand for that, you know, that's part of the selling point there because they want you to see the artwork to, you know, help sell the book. You know, get the characters a little introduced where you don't have to do that already with the turtles, right? So, right, yeah, but it it was just um, that's that's one of the reasons why with issue i think that's why we see so many of uh just different awesome like incredible poses or or you know cool cool like fight poses and stuff and yeah. that's all we really get from from the first five covers because no one no one knows right. so it's just kind of like this guessing game but um so when i did my variant for issue five i knew that i wanted to try to be outside of that box um, so I did a homage to the original um, issue seven. Issue seven of Mirage, yeah. and I, I, I have that one actually signed by Eastman. 
Yeah, it's one of my favorite favorite covers, and me too. I loved I loved that as a um like back when I got into them again in high school. I was like, oh my gosh, like this is insane! Just like this huge fight scene between army men and ninja turtles and triceratons, and yeah, just just seeing that it was just really cool. And um, I I I even I even have it if you look on the cover and compare it to the original. I made sure to place like fugitoids kind of like wedged behind um, like an army guy. So like I purposely made sure his head w- actually lines up with where he is in the original yeah. cover. Yeah. And it's very accurate. I, I have like April, like she's got like as if his head's like on her shoulder or something um, using him. But we did that before um, I think issue four released. Mm-hmm. So, you know, didn't know what they were planning with, with, fugitoid and and that kind of thing but um it still got approved and um yeah it's just just a fun something a little different than just here's that normal here's that striking pose that we we're we're constantly seeing so your stuff is definitely pretty unique when it comes to the launch of other covers like um it's 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 a lot more different where they they go from a lot of people doing a similar idea where yours, like this one, I, I don't think there's another one that's anywhere close to it. Um, same with that, uh, like that Black Friday one. Yeah. Like that one, that one was super different as well. What, when it comes to doing, uh, like this one here being the wraparound, is it, like, were you, did you guys have a plan to do a, a full page wraparound at first? Or it was just as you knew you had a cover and you were thinking of ideas and then decide that you can do a wraparound and then you had to get their permission first as well? Or did you do that idea first and then go to them? Like, how does that differ compared to just the, the single page front cover? So um, what had happened was originally uh, when I had heard from Epicos that we had missed the deadline for the first issue, I had reached. I had also reached out to um, Team and T Collector. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. puts out some exclusive turtle covers, and uh, we had we had been talking. We were trying to get on the first issue, and um, what had happened was uh, we missed the deadline there too. So, but thankfully, like I said later on, Epicos came back saying that that there was an extension. So we planned for we had automatically agreed that what we were going to do was we were going to do issue five. Like later down the road, we'll issue five is the last the last issue. It's a, it's a good closure kind of thing. Um, it'll be a big clincher kind of thing. And we I had originally had submitted a like a, a wraparound sketch where it was I think it was like I don't even know where it is, but um, it was last Ronin kind of like in these like rafters of like these weird antenna sa- satellites. And you see the skyscape in the background of like, um, of the foot clan of the foot, you know, base or whatever. But yeah. since I had more time and time was going by and we were getting more of that story, I kind of wa- realized that like, I didn't want to just, like I said, do another standard Here's here's a cool pose. Like I liked it, and I love those. Like every cover I've seen is just incredible and, and intimidating in a way. Sure. But uh, like they're just beautiful covers. Everyone's just killing it. But I again, I wanted something that like if you were a tur- huge turtle fan, like you knew it. Like you knew what that cover was from. It stood out to you, and it was gonna reminisce with you. And um, 
also just paying homage to like Eastman and Laird, like. And, and that was going to be my next question. After doing this cover, or do or no during any of your work on the Last Ronin, have have they reached out to you all, or have you talked to any of those guys? Like whether because they just an appreciation, or they reached out part of the process, or. I, I wish, I wish. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> no, no, I haven't heard from from anyone. I mean, I know that you know Eastman's super busy trying oh, yeah. to get this book done. So maybe, maybe afterward that'd be great. But um, um, I know that his studio has bought um, a couple of. I think they pre-ordered a couple of copies, oh, just cool. just to have. So that's that's fantastic. But. Uh, but yeah, like I, I wanted, I wanted something different, and I, I knew that that would be such a such a good kind of just something nice to to see that's not just your typical thing. Yeah, I, I recognized it right away. Like, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Like I said, like if you're a turtle fan, you know you've you've seen that cover before, and you're like, wait a minute, this looks cool. But I I had heard from. Um, from Rich from the TMT collector, he said that my cover was actually one of the last ones apparently that that IDW is letting them do, like letting people do with homage covers. Oh, wow. I was like, oh, that's that's really cool. Um, cool. So that that was really exciting to hear. I th- thank God because <laughs> if, <laughs> if they had rejected it, um, I'd still have time to like come up with something new, but. Like I was really putting all my eggs in in the, that one basket, really. Um, sure. same, same with that maniac cover. Um, I had done that, and we had to tweak a couple of things with that maniac cover because they didn't want it to look super identical to well, the original. Because it, I, I think it looks pretty identical, or something. They wanted to make sure. So I, yeah, it's like real subtle things. Like if, um, like I had to move the hand that's holding the blade i had to like tweak that a little bit like just real subtle things Hmm. and then um yeah my colorist is from brazil so i was telling him i'm like i want it to look like this like get these colors and um you know there's a little bit of a translation issue there so he he was just like he did this beautiful um color job for the for the first one Uh and it, it looked great, but it didn't look, it didn't have that 90s like color palette of just, you know, popping weird colors and yeah. just really out there. So, um, yeah, because when, has when has you look anybody... at that, it's just so many oh. weird colors and stuff. So I told yeah. him, I was like, this is fantastic. And like the coloring here is beautiful, but that background just, the background has to look like it's, it's yeah. kind of muted. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he, he ended up doing, he's like, are you sure? Like, that's really weird color. Like it didn't as like a colorist, I think like, he couldn't wrap his mind around yeah. like why they used those colors. And mm-hmm. so we, yeah, I was like, just trust me, trust me. So we did it. And I was like, this is beautiful. Like, this is beautiful. And he's like, okay. <laughs> and then I was like, and then I was like, the blue and can you do one where he's blue and, and, and purple? And he's like, but that won't the, the warm and the cool colors don't, <laughs> yeah. don't go together. Trust me. <laughs> he's talking like an artist. Yeah, yeah. He's just like so, he's just not understanding like the whole idea. But when he saw it, he's like, okay, this is cool. Did you hear anybody from like say like from like Nintendo or from like the Friday the thirteenth franchise or anything like that about this? Like even just like uh, a, a like or somewhere uh, or anything or No, I wish. I wish. I um 
it it came out in December, so I think December was just like, you know, it's one of those hard months for, for yeah. anyway. Yeah, but December uh, and January, there wasn't a whole lot happening for comics. It really slowed down. Yeah, so I I think it just kind of got lost, but um, it's still available from Epicos and from me. So. We'll bring it back for you. We'll we'll, yes. we'll, we'll make it popular. We'll make it viral. That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we we have that kind of influence. Actually, right? it's so funny oh, since, since we're talking about turtles. We on our Instagram account the other day, we actually had the the guy that plays Leonardo from the first movie like yeah. our uh, some of our turtle pictures. So Mark, uh, what's his name? Oh, Mark, I apologize. Oh, let me pull Mark's it up. Last... Tyler's gonna look it up right yeah. now. Yeah, it was like yeah. an Italian or Brazilian or something. No, I thought he was an he's, American gym team. He's on he's on Instagram and he like he will like everything. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that that's where we got it from. Yeah. Mark Casso. Yeah, Mark Casso. Yes, yes. Yeah. He um he's he's liked so, tons of my my pieces too, uh, my turtle stuff. But um that's cool. Yeah, he's he's really cool. Like it's cool to see. Like the guy that played in the in Leonardo, just mm-hmm. yeah, that blew my mind. Randomly liking your photos, it, yeah, it just blows your mind, definitely. Very cool. cool. But yeah, he he likes all the turtle stuff. I'm like, that's that's cool that he like goes on there and like is being supportive that way. Very neat. Are you uh, planning on doing some uh, cons this year, or is it up in the air just because of the whole you know? world situation in that or uh yes and no um yeah it's one of those things well my wife's got crohn's disease so oh, okay she's got like um she's just got one of those things where like tr- i if she gets sick it's it's not a yeah. not mm-hmm. not a good thing yeah and, compromised immunity i believe is yes. the term they used yeah yeah so um another reason why i i launched the kickstarter for bounty um, near the end of the 2020 was was mainly due to the fact that like I wanted to do something where I could be mainly at home making comics and just being with my family and, and not being a risk factor because the last mm-hmm. thing I want to do is is compromise her immune system. Sure. And uh, so I I've been doing local shows, so I, yeah. I'll do something that's like maybe like a one day. Thing where I'm like two hours away tops that's mm-hmm. as far as I'll really drive but I haven't really been doing anything where I'm spending a couple of days at a show that's out of town or anything um, just like I said just because I don't I don't want to risk anything for her or so my did, my son's five so I, he's oh not, is he yeah okay yeah he's not um, vaccinated or anything yet for that kind of thing so we, I don't want to get anyone sick sure well, and with your wife having Crohn's there, does that mean like you guys all eat super healthy and uh, I, I wish I mean, oh. we, we try to we definitely have um, over the years uh, changed a lot of our food habits um, just just to, to kind of um, help with that. But um, there, there's there are days where like she can't eat certain things and we we can. So we do that. But we we've we've steered a lot away from meat we we still eat it from time to time but um not as much just because of like the hormones and all the stuff that's in it but yeah we we eat a lot of more vegetables and 
Um, tr we try to eat as healthy, I guess, as anyone possibly can well, yeah, with, sure. with that disease. But um, just try to not stress about everything. <laughs> Nice. We get you. We get you. Mainly with Crohn's, it's it's a lot of like stress on your body, and so anything we can do to kind of not worry about that kind of thing, we just let it, let whatever happens happen. It does already. So what, why worry about it until you can? Right. 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 That's cool. Um, I am loving your drawing so far. That Thank is, you. it looks so. I just. It, when I watch you guys do this, it just amazes me how, like, and, I, and I, I'm a hairdresser as well, so I mean, I, I guess when I cut hair, people think the same thing too. It's like, do you, like, how do you see that when you're going? Like, do you have a finished product in your mind? And, and being a hairdresser, like, you kind of do, but at the same time, you, you kind of have to see how, you know, your, your environment reacts with everything around you. Um, that's, but yeah, that's you, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. That's, that's it, 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 but you're just nailing this really fast. And what the the, the printout that you did there was that a, a, a drawing you'd already done, and you just printed out again, or is that something yeah, you yeah. drew? Oh, okay. Um. So when I was getting ready for the tags show, where we all ended up drawing stuff, um, yeah. I oh, I already sent it off to the man. Um, that, that bought the, the piece, but uh, I, I did a couple of different sketches. So this was this is the sketch of this that I'm working on actually right here. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. Um, so I did this sketch, and then I, I, I did another one right here. So I did this one, and on my yeah, oh, yeah. I, I saw that on your on your post there all week. Yeah, there, yeah. yeah. I scanned them, and I, I did this for Turtle Tuesday this past Tuesday. So <laughs> yeah, I really like that. So what I'll what I'll probably do is just sell this one too. I figured it'd be a nice little fun thing to, to draw while we talked. Yeah, it's, but it's exactly that. Yeah, like you kind of have an idea of what to go into, but yeah, um, you prepare for mistakes or you prepare for anything that could go wrong. <laughs> yeah, happy little accidents, happy little chagrins. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, when you, you say for like your options and that you do them on Facebook and, and Instagram as well, or just on Facebook or, um, yeah, I, I, so I post them on Facebook and Instagram and then, um, I, I usually post them like at noon and then let them run until like 10 at night, right? Eastern standard time. And then, um, and, and then just go from there. So have you, uh, tried or, or thought about doing the uh, whatnot app for auctions and stuff you know I, I've heard about it I mean I only heard about it I think from uh, Aaron Bartling yeah cause yeah because yeah, we were looking about it too and he he's been doing it for a while now and he seems to have some pretty positive results so I was just asking about you uh, yeah, we, I, we, we don't have it in Canada yet they're, they're just still actually working on it setting it up for for Canadian retailers but I was just wondering if you did that because it seems like a lot of people in the states are having pretty, pretty positive things about it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check it out because uh, I'm assuming it's just like a, um, like an auctioning kind of thing. Yeah, it's kind of like it's like the best of YouTube and eBay put together. They say so. Interesting. Yeah. It seems it seems good for creator interaction. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that, that that might be something I have to look into. Um, So this this might be a bit more of a tough question because I think had I asked it, 
the answer would have just been turtles, but you've already worked on it. Um, what is your, your dream project to work on? Um, it, st it still is turtles. It's still like, I, I'm very grateful to finally get some turtle covers. Like I have been dying to, uh, to work on turtles in some form or fashion. Like I have a vision mm -hmm. board, um, here, I'll grab it real quick. I actually need to update it because I, I made this vision board about five or six years ago. Oh, you met some goals. I straight up, like, yeah, I, I've, I've met some goals. I want to make some new ones and drink coffee and make comics. That's all I do. <laughs> um, publish Did my comics. Did you draw that too? I like that. No, no. This is Alex um, Zarit, I think his name is. I, I forget how to say his last name. He did uh, Space Riders. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he, fantastic artist. I love his work. Um, but, yeah, publish something through IDW, Ninja Turtles, right here. Mm -hmm. um, still haven't met the Batman goal yet, so it's still there. It's still okay. there. Live in a nice house. Make make $100,000 a year. Travel with my family. Again, this was before COVID, but... Um, right, right. Get get my uh, have movies and video games made of my comics. Um, that's big. That's still a goal. Like I actually had a friend who does like these little cool, awesome claymations, and um, he made a cool forty-five second claymation of Bounty Bullfrog. Oh wow! Oh really? Yeah. It's fantastic. I I ended up. Um, I loved it so much. I told him I was like, let's do a variant cover. So uh, I kind of gave him an idea of what I wanted, and he took it, and we made a, like a limited like 50 copies. But, yeah, there's... Oh, wow. right. I yeah, did yeah. see that one. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's a double-sided double cover. His name's Austin Williams. and But, yeah, it's a 45-second little video of Bounty fighting um, some, some of the plague ninjas and it's it's the coolest thing it's on youtube if you type in bounty bullfrog animation that's cool. and you, can, you can find it it's the coolest thing ever so that i feel like that that's the start but yeah that was part of my vision board maybe so. maybe i'll edit that into the uh into the video put it right after you're yeah. discussing it that's seriously cool. when you see it it like he he did a fantastic job he really did that's very cool but um yeah i, I still want to do um more turtle stuff um if if i could i would love to do something ghost rider i love uh -huh. ghost rider yeah. mm -hmm. i did have your ghost rider piece up here earlier and that is a really nice ghost rider thank you thank you even, yeah I've... even even your vision board there was pretty artistic looking i thought i thought <laughs> you were just going to show me like a drawing of, of a list like you did with your your uh, earlier projects there but spaced out evenly yeah like all, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah this is work you on you can tell you plan things journals. in advance yeah but That's it's pretty cool yeah so i got to make a new one since i've met a couple of those goals and um but i'm very i'm very grateful for for what i've been able to accomplish so far um, but it's, it's one of those things where you, you long for more, but you also feel like you haven't done much at all. But yep. so it's mm -hmm. like, I'm constantly having to tell myself, like, you, you know, you've, you've been doing some stuff and, you know, you're getting there and it, it takes time. So, well, yeah. And working on the turtles book and some of the last Ronin, like those have been some of the biggest books from oh, turtles yeah. in the last 
right years like that's that's a pretty big feat well not even just oh yeah in general just bigger biggest books around in general so yeah yeah like any anything that i mean like turtles is like has always been one of those things so um it, it has been a dream come true especially when like when i got that first little character wrap around mm -hmm. uh, a blank variant but to get a to get on the last roan and like I heard that was coming out and I, I went straight to the um, Epicos guys and I was like, guys, we have to do something like this is going to be the biggest turtle book. And like you said, yeah. in like a very long time and I, I want to be on it. So we managed now, to think we get a part of it. Do, do you want to be like a, not just on turtles itself, but do you want to be like a full time artist, like on one thing continuously, or do you like having, right now where you can do your your freelance work and still you know commit as much time possible to your creator own stuff because i know uh, i know it's a hard balance when you're trying yeah to balance, right? yeah it's um i i'm not gonna say no to something that i would just be constantly working on but um i'm i do have that artist add where like like i'm off doing something and then i come up with another idea like i've got like eight story ideas sitting off to the side that i that I want to work on, but mm -hmm. I promised myself that like, I want to finish Bounty, at least the first story arc, do something different than, you know, put that out and then come back to another story arc for Bounty and that kind of thing. So um, I'm not burning myself out. I don't, um, yeah. burnout's really, really difficult to kind of get over. And, and um, but yeah, I, I would love to work on, you know, something that's like, 12 issues maybe right but nothing where like unless it's something creator owned that i feel yeah. like i could spend the next 30 years on that I that i would love but i don't cool. i don't want to i don't want to always just do um somebody else's main yeah someone else's characters i've i've been a huge fan of like indie comics like i said since i was since i was young mm -hmm. and um that's one of the things that really on top of Ninja Turtles just drew me to Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird was the fact that they were like creating these characters and then creating these other books and just putting them out. And, you know, that just blew me away as a kid. Like that I could do that too. Like what's stopping me from, from making a comic and, and going to a show and selling it. So. Well, that's what our passion is too, is the independent stuff. Like, Tyler, being younger, you know, is just getting into the independent stuff now, you know, through us and, and through my exposure, where much like yourself there, I mean, I grew up reading the the main stuff too, but I, I dipped into, you know, anything and everything possible when I saw it, you know, especially like underground and like I said, you know, limited, the smaller stuff like your Usagi Ojimbos and yeah. uh, Turtles and that before they were known colorized. So, so I appreciate all that. And that's our goal is even on our weekly TV show, or not TV show, but our weekly uh, streaming show. Kind of like a public access show. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> that's, but that, 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 that's what our show started out to be, was just you know, point out the, the new uh, independent books that came out during the week and that, and now it's kind of morphed into this as well. Like, And even us too, we, we've had an opportunity or two to like maybe uh, get a cover for like a, a DC or a Marvel book, but we yeah. just didn't think it was worth it money-wise compared to how much how much more it could be uh, used better for, for smaller talent to get that word out, which I enjoy. So like, yeah, I, I will say like, I, I, I really like doing covers. Um, I know there, are, you know, there are people like I, 
talked to a friend uh, that's I actually went to a, a local comic shop called Syndicate Comics, and uh, I was talking to a friend there who had just gotten his first image cover with S- Syndicate. They were doing um, a, a variant for um, – I forgot the name of the title of the book. They're going to kill me. <laughs> but um, <laughs> he he was talking about how, like, that's all he wants to do is just do cover work. Yeah. Um, and that's fine. Yeah, like, that's, that's what he feels comfortable with. And um, – you know, that's what it, he wants to do. It's a big difference between doing covers and interiors. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, he just said that, you know, just like uh, how how hard, how much more work it is than sequentials. And, and I, I get that. Like, you know, that's, you know, it's it's different for everybody. But there's just something about s- telling stories. Like, I'm a huge um, Ben Templesmith fan. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, over the last couple of years, T- um, Templesmith's been a huge influence on me. Just because, you know, he just makes comics. Just he doesn't care. He's just making books and putting them out. And, you know, he's he's known for his 30 Days of Night stuff because he helped create that with uh, Steve Niles. I, right. I, in a way, feel like um, he may have, like, helped with the success of IDW. Like, well, for that book, for sure, yeah. Because uh, he, he wasn't going to get paid for the t- issue two or three of of uh 30 days a night and he he just finished it because he wanted to finish it and have it in his portfolio as you know uh, mm-hmm. something he worked on so i i feel like in a way if if he hadn't have finished it then you know where would idw be now i mean they could be still the same but you never know but uh that's true i, I i'm a huge fan of his stuff and everything he he does and just making comics. I love seeing story tell stories told and um, different artists just just doing that kind of stuff. And that's that's always been my passion. So I I, I love, I'll do covers all day long. Don't get me wrong. Um, so I'll, I'm I'm down for doing covers, but if I can do interiors too, like that's that's where I want to be also. So in regards to bounty um like you said before like that's one that you've been working on since you were much younger like when you were 16 and like obviously to see it actually come to light and come out to the public is amazing um what's what's the general reaction been to it so far from the public uh, honest honestly it's it's been super fantastic um let's see Um, when I announced that I was going to do, because when COVID hit, it was kind of like one of those things where like um, I kind of had to regroup and so make it, so like I would do shows. And the funny thing is, is when, when 2020 hit, I had told myself like uh, when my new year's resolution was to stay home more and make comics. And um, I didn't <laughs> think it was going to be that. that. I didn't think it was going to be that big of a wish since it started a pandemic, but, uh, I got to, I got that wish. So I found myself kind of going, okay, I can't go to shows where what I was doing was I make fan art pieces and I, and then I have my comics off to the side. So if I make, um, I make my money from the fan art stuff so I can continue to make my comics. 
Right. Mm -hmm. And when the pandemic hit, I found myself kind of like going, okay, well, I can't do shows anymore. So I did a lot of streaming and, and doing um, like live shows, doing art and trying to sell original pieces and stuff like that. And um, that's, that's when I was just like, well, the whole idea of this was to make comics. So I got back into it. And when I started announcing that I was, here's this idea for this character I've had around since I was like 16 and I've always wanted to do something with them and I couldn't figure out what to do. So here, here I am making it now. And what do you guys think? And people, I, like I said, my, I didn't ask my friend to make an animation that he took three months to do. And he, he blew me out of the water going, Hey, I just made this because I thought it was a cool, this is such a cool character. And I had a, a friend who, um, he, he took some old Ninja Turtle toys mm -hmm. and he literally made um, Bounty Bullfrog for me. That's awesome. He made these custom figures. And I was got like, like a oh, magnetic hand there or movable. Yes, yes. It's the that coolest. is fantastic. It is. The I, I love thing. how much culture there is around Bounty Bullfrog already. Yeah, he like that's made, fantastic. He's got the arm. So there's the hand, and he made it magnetic to where it come off. It can come off, and you can put like a, a sword with those it. Are, uh, those are old turtle toys that a buddy has made I was, into custom. I was going to say that that was going to be my my information or my. Uh, participation for for your wish list was make sure you get action figures made <laughs> yeah dude that's that's gonna be on the new list I, I promise you but um we loved him so much like my my wife sculpts so she she took one too and she made one herself and she took a couple of old shredders and sculpted over them and, and made some they just they look figures like actual like they should be part of that line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, awesome. Like that—that's uh, Napoleon Bonaparte. I'm Bonaparte. almost convinced you've yes, come from an alternate Napoleon universe where this was a huge thing already, yeah. and you just yeah. brought some of the memorabilia with you. <laughs> and it, it, yeah, it's, it's so it's been kind of mind blowing. Like um, the the fact that like that people have been making stuff. Like I, I didn't think that it was going to be that big of a interest in it, but um. Like I, I kickstarted the first issue and it got, um, I think I was asking for six thousand, and we ended up getting like eighty five hundred. Oh, wow! Uh, it was it was great. And then I knew that um, you know books always kind of fall off a little bit with issue twos, so I was only asking for three, and we ended up getting um, fifty five. Oh, still wow. So I mean. Okay. Okay, well, I got another suggestion then. Since you already have action figures, you have to get one of those action figure covers. Ah, uh, yeah. For, for, for Bounty you know, Bullfrog. I, yeah, like, I, I probably should. I I have... Um, those are the, my favorite. I have all the Star Wars ones. I have the 2012 series Turtle... Um, uh layer turtle layer if you've ever oh, seen yeah, yeah yeah it's got the multiple layers and then it's got like the street top scene and i took yeah. i took the um my buddy matthew is who who made these i took these original figures and i put them on on that street scene um next to the trash can and the the um the telephone pole and I had them in fight scenes and poses and it That's looked so awesome. cool it just that is it looked so cool. incredible like i couldn't believe it 
but uh yeah yeah it, it's um it's been pretty cool like just to see the response that people have had i i was at a show this past weekend that was a one day little show that was like 40 minutes from me yeah i saw yeah. your uh you uh, mentioned that in your post too and that yeah and that, I, you said that was local right like so within, yeah, like, yeah. within an hour yeah yeah, so um, yeah, less less than an hour away. Stuff like that, I'm willing to do because, like I said, it's easy for me. I go in in the morning, I set up, I do the show, I you know, tear everything down, and then I drive home. So I'm not I'm not like staying in a hotel and I'm worrying about you know that kind of stuff. So right. Um, yeah, it's hard when you've got a family to do all that kind of traveling and stuff, especially when it's a younger family. Right. Right. That and it just—it just made me also realize that, like, like I said, like I wanted to make sure to to make comics again, and um, I think I think there's something here with Bounty because, like, I sold like fifteen, mm-hmm. almost fifteen copies at at the show, mm-hmm. this one day show, and um, you know, when you're when you've got like a little indie comic selling fifteen cop like uh, twelve to fifteen copies, it, it's it's good. Like that's a good thing for for a one day show. Um, of your book so I'm, I'm very grateful that, that people are looking at it going oh this is cool but i i think a lot of that's because of you know they see my turtle stuff and that i'm getting turtle work so um it, i'm i'm cool with that if i can piggyback off my my the success of my cover work with turtles totally on to my original stuff why not maybe they'll meet up one day yeah yeah yeah, you've already got the action figures for it. <laughs> uh, just getting getting Jim Lawson to do a variant was was just mind blowing enough. Um, like I said, Jim Jim did one of my favorite storylines for Turtles, which was um, well, he did City at War, but um, the Return yeah. to New York. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Return to New York is like one of my all time favorite. It's like three issues long. Well, it's almost like the sequel to City at War. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's it came out uh it's like issue 19 20 and 21 i think yeah yeah so uh yeah it's it's some of my favorite art ever and so to get jim lawson to to do a variant not only one um like i say he's done two so that's that's been mind-blowing mind-blowing I, I would love to get eastman to do a variant and um you know peter laird that would that would be incredible yeah, yeah, they're both awesome. That, that would be like the ultimate crossover, like Eastman and Laird sort of influencing, uh, I guess, uh, Bounty Bullfrog from you know your childhood, and then to get Eastman to do an actual cover for it too, that would right, be right. insane. Yeah, that that would that would just be a full full circle. Like if you well, told thirteen yeah, year old Jason Flowers this, I wouldn't believe. <laughs> If yeah. you did that, what? How are you gonna fill out a new vision board? What do you put after that? <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, meet Jesus, like <laughs> movies, movies. Oh, I thought you said boobies. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty, <laughs> that, that's pretty high too, I guess. But <laughs> I'd start a porn business. That's what I would. <laughs> no. Separate um, from Bounty Bullfrog. That's right. Yeah. Unrelated. Some tie in merchandise. There'd be a parody movie. No. Um, <laughs> Fully licensed. Bountyful yeah. bounty. Bountiful bullfrog. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but no, yeah, like, 
I, I love everything. Like I follow, I forgot the gentleman's name, but the one, the guy that pretty much did all of the like playmate original turtle toy sculpts. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's on, he's on Instagram and um, I think it's like vagrant studios or something. And uh, yeah, he still sculpts stuff for playmates. And uh, I think having him do sculpts would be fantastic. I would totally, I would tell, I would totally piggyback off of the same ideas that, that, that they did. Like I would use playmates and I would use, or at least the guy that sculpted from playmates. He still, oh, yeah. he could, I could actually hire him because he does stuff on the side. But And that's when you look at stuff nowadays, a lot of the stuff that does sell, like even action figure wise is stuff that's made to look retro stuff, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. exactly. so, I mean, why not, why not use the original dude for that? That's selling points right there. So I see, I see all, are those the, um, masters of the universe origin figures? Yeah. The yeah. origins. Yeah. They yeah. have those. Yeah. Well, even like a lot, they have all the Marvel ones, like Marvel's releasing, like all, uh, updated, not updated, but, um, Retro versions of their '90s stuff, right? Like all their right. toy business stuff. X-Men, Spider-Man, yeah, Fantastic Four stuff. Yeah, ex yeah. Oh. Mm -hmm. I've got a bunch of those. Yeah. 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 But I, I like all that stuff. Like they've even yeah. got the turtles that they've redone and Transformers, GI Joe. Yeah. Those are all wicked. I can't. I can't help that. It's a. Uh, it's like crack for me. Man, me too. Oh, yeah. It, it sounds You're like only seeing part of a wall here. That's <laughs> mine's all in my closet because I just there's uh... some in the closet yeah, too. Yeah, <laughs> we we had to pack a bunch of stuff away to make room for the Nat Daddy. We needed more room here, for so. comic long boxes and tables. <laughs> my son's five, so like he's been seeing them all on my wall. So he's just like, oh, like, can I play with that? And I'm like, no, it's it's on card. Like, yeah. you can't touch that. You know, but. it's it's funny because they've done those 90s Spider-Man cartoon figures, you know, back in Toy Biz did them in the 90s. And now they've started doing the retro re-releases of them. Right. And you had almost all of the 90s ones. And now I'm collecting these ones just out of, uh, like, sense of nostalgia. Yeah. Um, it, it's It's weird. Because, you know, 20, 30 years later, collecting the same things that you were collecting. Yeah. Tyler's 26, so he learned at a young age not to touch the toys on the wall. <laughs> well, I, yeah. I just, I, he just gave me the pouty face, so I was just like, all right. So a lot of my origin stuff, I, I buy doubles now, so that way I can have <laughs> yeah. one for myself and then one, one to open with him. So We yeah. were just talking about doing that last night, actually, buying a second Skull and a second of He-Man, whatever, just to have one set up. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I, 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 when they released the Castle Skull again last year, I picked up one and I haven't opened it yet, just because I, I, the, one of the reasons I like it is, is for the box art itself as much. Oh, the box art's beautiful. Yeah, yeah that's, what, I, that's what I've been stuff. really liking. Yeah. Is how they've the back of the cards have like new updated work. I hope they do uh, like the slime pit. I really I want the slime pit. I, I've I've seen leaks and rumors that that's what they're working oh, on. Oh yeah. man, the slime pit, Hordax lair. Yeah. Well, I want I want Snake Mountain. Oh yeah, you're talking about the glove Mountain. there. Snake, yeah, 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 with the glove. That's what I said, Tyler. I said yeah, Grace Glove's cool. That that glove looks so dumb. I love it so much. It was a dish it glove. It so good. I know. It was just a <laughs> it was a dish glove that they just kind of painted uh, eyes yeah. on. Yeah, it might as well have just been a googly eyed sock puppet. But it's it was so yeah, cool. it was. But it, it was great though. Nowadays it would be soft. Yeah. I want those, and I want um the bone. The bone dinosaur. Oh, the that, you know. the bone collector was like the collector yeah. uh, carrier case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw. I remember that too. 
But yeah. the, that thing was kind of sucked though because it was so hard to get the guys in. Yeah, they and, just, and, and it would snap. It would break mm -hmm. the the prongs. Oh, uh, I'm 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 hoping they make all that stuff too. Yeah, we bought a snake. We we bought a um, Castle Grayskull when it came out, and yeah. it's just beautiful. How yeah. can you not? Yeah, how could you not? Exactly. The, it wasn't very expensive either. They, no, it's surprisingly no, it's cheap considering that some of these figures are forty dollars plus, fifty dollars right. depending. Right, and and you buy your your everything in American money, so that's like half of half of what we pay in Canada. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's like you can't you can't resist. I can't resist. Like uh, my Target has like uh, they have probably like nine or ten. Um, Castle Grayskull is just sitting there. So I'm just waiting for them to go on clearance. So I can yeah, we're yeah. Doing, that's what we're doing, the same thing. We're waiting for one to go on clearance so I can bring it home and open it. and like, Damage the, box, whatever. Yeah, yeah, so I can just you know, do some, some fun posts for the for our show as well, too. Yep, just, just I, I, I drop my daughter off at school, and then I, I head over to Target, see if, if they're on clearance yet. Yeah, I do that. The, the salon I work at uh, when I'm cutting hair is uh, has a Walmart in the mall there. So I, I pop in there every morning and That's awesome. just, peruse, just peruse what's going on. Yeah, you know. <laughs> this is yeah. turning out awesome. Thank yeah, you. I keep getting lost and getting distracted staring at it. And I realize, oh, I haven't said anything for like 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> that is so cool. Yeah. The, uh, You're the, doing the wash now. Yeah. Oh yeah, the wash is my favorite part, just because uh, it comes alive. Yeah, it just brings out so much more like texture and um, depth to it. Right. So uh, you said that uh, you know, you have younger you know people living in the house there, younger off breeds or, or <laughs> 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 uh, 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 sorry offspring. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking. I was thinking multiple sentences ahead there. Uh, what do? They, how do? What do they think about? Uh, you know, dad being a comic book artist, or do they not realize the how cool that is? Because it's just so standard to them. Like, uh, my well, my daughter's she's thirteen right now, so you know, doesn't she thinks it's cool? But like, you know, I don't think it really sinks into her. And my son's five, and he's at this awesome age of like literally drawing his his brains out now so he's yeah, yeah. just started getting like this craving to draw and so he's got yeah. one of his little uh ragtag sketchbooks going too <laughs> oh well we buy like uh he likes to draw on single pieces of paper right now oh, so okay. yeah like we bought a like a giant 500 piece ream of of uh typing paper and He's already almost gone through that. Just every day, just draws at least like five or six images, and he loves wow. like the horror stuff. And he's got like with the new He-Man cartoon on Netflix. Right. Uh, we got I got him to watch that, and so uh, he hasn't really been like into turtles yet, but it'll come. It'll come. <laughs> I'm not too worried. Uh, how do you, <laughs> it'll happen? <laughs> how, how do you feel about having a, a teenage daughter there? That's uh, <laughs> That's got to be kind of crappy. That's, that's, a, that's <laughs> three in itself, my friend. It's uh, it's interesting so far. It's a lot of like having to get used to girls being teenagers. I don't know. I've never dealt with a, a teenage uh, 
kid before. Not, not, so. even, not even when you were a teenager, you weren't dealing with teenage girls? So. <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah, like when I was... Yeah, I know the feeling. Like, my, yeah, my wife's over here telling me stuff, and I'm like, dude, when I was 13, like, I was by myself, like, reading comics and playing video games. Like, I wasn't really into girls and sure. paying attention to things and... Well, just wait till she gets older, like when she starts hitting 15, 16, 17, and then you start having those thoughts in your head, like what you were thinking about 15 and 16 and oh, 17, I know. And, and then you'll really be have a different frame thought there. She, so. She's got a, she's got a little boyfriend herself. So I'm, I'm okay. already like, Oh no, like <laughs> you, you stay away. So, <laughs> and again, not, not to sound too Canadian. So being Georgian and, and down in the South there, does that mean there's like a, a shotgun sitting on the porch yeah. there next to a rocking chair or? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I, I mean, I'm, I've got long hair, so I'm and I'm pretty tall and big, so I'm, oh, that's I'm cool. intimidating alone. So I don't I don't need weapons. You work to your strengths. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need anything too much, thankfully, to to intimidate. But no, nah, he's a good kid. He's a good kid. That's awesome. But, um, oh, I love it. I, I love the like the extra like little detail splashes and stuff mm -hmm. like that. That's that to me is just what, what sets stuff apart. Thank you. Just the little stuff. Yeah, for sure. There we go. Like with lots of the Ronin stuff, everyone has managed, like you did, like an homage there to number seven. Um, so many people do like, the little Easter eggs and stuff in the background. And like, yeah. you would notice if you yeah, were a hardcore, a hardcore fan. fan. Yeah. And, and like I said, just, just the small things that that's what really pulls these pieces together. Have you ever had a discussion like a fan will come up and start discussing something about your artwork and they'll have like a totally different take on it, but makes sense. And you just never thought of it that way. Like they've interpreted it a totally different way. But after they say it and explained it to you, you see it the way that they see it too? Uh, no, not yet. Oh, okay. Not yet. Um, I look forward to the day that that does happen. <laughs> and hopefully it's in, in a good way, at least <laughs> not a, not a bad way but yeah that's that's kind of what i mean like I, i've had guys like when i uh when we had the winnipeg con here back on uh, halloween weekend we had mike and hugh up here and casey parsons and and you know that we were watching the helping them run their booth and stuff for autographs and watching them some people would come up and you know uh you know say something about their artwork and and the guys would think oh i never i never thought about it that way and it wasn't like an insulting way or anything like that it's just like their their interpretation yeah just it. a different interpretation it's just like i i guess like anything though know, we're, we're creative that, that's bound to happen no matter what right and yeah it was just really interesting that you know some people had a you know something that really stood out more than others and other people just like oh i i just i just i just drew that in there just because it's background right so yeah sometimes i mean sometimes i like i like pieces that like yeah make you think i'm not not big on politics though oh yeah I, like, yeah i don't i'm not big on, like there are some comics out there that are cool like that like i'm like okay cool um but when it comes to like making comics and stuff like that, I, I like to keep it like fun. Like I'm, a, I'm gotten really big into like uh, the the '90s comics again, like with Image and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know if it's because you know it's 30 years now, but um, I've been buying up all those old like Rob Liefeld Young Bloods and Wildcats yeah. and all that stuff, and it just, it just, I think for me it just makes me go like oh, I miss fun comics. Like I like comics well, where like. 
there's big splash pages and these characters. I mean, I, that's what I grew up with, obviously. So a lot that's of that's what image was founded on too. Yeah, not necessarily yeah. story was on art, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but, I think it was on Thursday. It was their thirtieth anniversary? I saw. Oh, was it Thursday? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Do you have a, a favorite ongoing series right now, or do you get much time to read stuff? Um, that that's the funny thing when you make comics, like you don't really get too much time to actually read comics. But that's um, what everybody mm-hmm. says, and I, 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 it doesn't surprise me. But at the same time, it's yeah, it, it, it doesn't surprise me. But can't always have the you know. Well, you know, and again, you gotta yeah. step back, right? You gotta step back, or you burn out, right? Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Because like too much, too much will make you like just um just burn out but i i try not to also because like um i don't want to like subconsciously take an idea that i just read you know and apply okay. that to my right. book and then go oh no you know i just read that and issue blah 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 but, mm-hmm. um no that's a good point um but i mean i i think the only thing i'm really reading right now that's current is honestly ronan the last ronan <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, it's not it's not too bad if that influenced the work <laughs> if you're no, working yeah. on it. <laughs> and and yeah. also with that one too, it's not too hard to keep up when they're like two or three months apart either. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so, it's not like Spider Man or Batman getting eight eight three books a week. week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where you have to and you have to like go back and the tie ins different books and yeah, the tie ins and you know, continued in this one and continue now. I don't know if they still do that now. Oh, oh yeah, yeah for sure. I, I I go on rants every time we end up covering those. When we do our show, we do about 10, 10 12 books. 10, 12, sometimes 15 if it's a busy week. And I, we do maybe 2, 3 Marvel, 2, 3 DC, and we then try- the rest is all indie. Because indie, we don't nice. like the way they structure a lot of the big stuff, like the AAA, Marvel, and DC. It's just, we always talk, it's always crossovers and big, huge events and yeah. Even though there's tons of people, their worlds feel so small because they're always interacting. I've I was always a big fan of like when DC would had like the Else Worlds or Vertigo. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I loved that stuff because Well that's why they're Vertigo. I they're, know. Their yeah. black label is doing yeah. so well, right? Yeah, the black label. I've heard that the black label is kinda like that where it's it it's is. kind of bringing that that idea back. Because there's I mean, a good one got the black cool label right now that's uh is it Batman Imposter? And it's, it's done now. It, oh, it's done now. Yeah, that one was really good, and I thought it was actually a tie-in to the new Batman movie. But really? it's it's uh, just similar it style. Yeah. Similar style, and I think yeah. they have the screenwriter actually working on it. Oh yes, that's right for that one. Interesting. But, yeah, that one's a really good one. Oh, I meant to ask you before when you were talking about uh, uh, creators and writers that just come up with uh, amazing different stuff, especially like horror um, themed and and. Uh, supernatural and that do you enjoy tinian's work because he's he's put out so much different stuff in the last few years and 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 starting to create her own stuff so did you like his stuff or do you, do you get to read any of his stuff or who, who is it again james tinian the fourth there he does like something's killing the children and Department oh, of truth and batman you know, i i will say yes um i i read the first like i think 10 issues of uh, something's killing the children, and I thought that that was mind-blowingly brilliant. Like that was, okay. that's like the coolest book. And I've, I think I've read like the first issue or two of um, Department of Truth, and I liked what I saw with that book. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I know that one gets a lot of like variants. That one, and uh, I've read a lot of the Ice Cream Man also. Yeah, yeah. Ice Cream Man is good. Um, and also the one he has uh, through Black Label right now is Nice House on the Lake. Yeah, and that one is is truly it, twisted. It's on a hiatus right now. It's coming back in a few weeks. Yeah, it's it's been done since November or something. I think. Yeah, they broke it up into two six part arcs. Interesting. Yeah, um, I I have read those. I will say I've I've read those, but I'm nothing where I'm like I I need to go like to the shop and make sure I have it. You know. Sure. Yeah. Um, like I I like I said like I read the first story arc for Maniac. Um, oh yeah, just that's kind of get a feel. Is. Like when when they asked me to do a cover, I was like, I have to read this book, and um, I was glad I did because it was awesome. I, mm-hmm. I, I, it felt like, uh, and I think I had read something where the was it the writer said that he wanted to do like what would happen really if it was yeah. in New York. Yeah, it's like what if yeah what if they Jason was New York and they just kind of gave up trying to get rid of him because they right did, yeah yeah but I thought that that was really cool it became a force and, of nature yeah yeah but yeah I, I try to mainly um mainly lately I've been reading is like uh, the the Ghost Rider and Blaze um, yeah. Spirits of Vengeance series mm-hmm. yep Adam Kubert drew um that's like some of my favorite stuff right now. And uh, just been just reading that kind of like the old Marvel comics presents anything with Ghost Rider from the 90s. I've been reading lots of 90s lately, too. Like I I used to never like omnibuses and now we've been picking up quite a few of those lately just because of that. So, yeah, it's impossible to find anything anywhere now. Even just random dollar bin back issues. It's it's, mm -hmm. you'll, you'll never complete your runs to read stuff. It's um well, and the stuff I've been seeing on eBay, like they just want ridiculous money for. It. I'm just oh, like, yeah. come on. Yeah, it, it's better to spend the hundred bucks on the thirty, forty issues right. that'll have that's... an omnibus than spend two hundred and fifty getting those same. Like, there's a raw. there's a couple of key books that, like, of, of course, I want to have for my collection, but um, but yeah, like I'm I'm I I I really dig the trades and the omnibuses because. I could just flip through it real quick and like I need this I like that scene or I, yeah. I like the poses but and I'm sure uh, for you being an artist it's good for reference too. Oh yeah, yeah. Um and again like uh like going back to that is because of the nostalgic feeling of it. Like the those books hold such a place in my heart. Me um, too. I I literally keep this one on file. This is like one of my all-time oh, favorite issues. Yeah. And the cover is beautiful. Like this is like a really rinkadink, messed up water. There's like water stains all over it's it. It's well loved. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, like that opening page, it's just beautiful. Yeah. It's Adam cool. Adam Cuber, and um, like I still remember being like seven or eight reading this, and just being mind blown, just like whoa, like yeah. This this was like one of those books that just really did it for me. So I keep it on hand all the time as reference and inspiration and. It's pretty um, cool. I just I just love seeing that kind of stuff. Like there, there, like the art nowadays is phenomenal in a lot of the books, but um, I just not really too keen on a lot of the the, the recent Ghostwriter stuff. Like nothing's yeah. really jumped out to me. Like, well, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Nobody has a style. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, just, like they, like they all the, kind of blend together. Nobody has a particular style, and everybody who does have a, a particular style. 
now kind of sticks to cover work. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless unless it's creator owned. So. It's just like it's like it's like that where they get in those stages, you know. And this happened in the '80s and the '90s and sure. the early 2000s, where it's just like. Like the you know when when it was the eighties it was like John Byrne and and people like that and then the nineties it was uh, or Terry Austin and then uh, you know then you got you know Jim Lee came along with yeah. all that stuff and it just and like that was the style and your Larsons yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but like to me I was big on I was big on like Adam Kubert's work. Like here's some random books around the house. Like Mike Magnola doing this one. I yeah, remember I've, picking this up. It's like one shot of Wolverine. This was insane. This was awesome. Well, I remember when I saw uh, oh, Magnola yeah. do uh, Gotham by Goss. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Gotham by Gaslight. Like yeah, that. That interpretation of Batman blew my mind too. Because everybody always drew him like, you know, the cartoony like or you know like classic like, and to see him just so like. No, abstract and chunky was is just again i never you never see that as a kid so yeah no yeah that's like it was it was a different world and made that's what made it so awesome like i'm a huge kelly jones fan like Uh kelly jones's batman is like my all-time favorite um i when i remember being a kid like this scene right here from mark tixeria and larry hama like this is insane but um like uh I bought, I think my parents bought me the Batman vs. Dracula that Kelly Jones did. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I still have that exact copy. When I met Kelly Jones, like he he kind of geeked out and thought it was really cool that I still had that copy and how much it meant to me. And we, well, and uh, that's, that's something I was just thinking too is I, I love that you have all this stuff around you just on hand. Like it shows how passionate you are about comic books. And it, it's something that like really means something to you. Yeah. yeah, you know, I I and I don't I don't tend to like try to look down on other artists, especially um, you know, because there there are a couple who you you see them do cover work or you see them do stuff, and they're fantastic artists, and the covers they produce are beautiful, but mm-hmm. they know shit about what they're drawing. And I, I get yeah. that there are times that you're gonna you know be doing client work where you know you're just hired to draw like like i knew nothing about maniac in new york and i i did that but i but tried you, to but read you about did research it. it yeah 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 and research it and try to make it something cool and nostalgic and fun and 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 neat and and um, and it's something for like like your own and stuff like like deep fans yeah yeah like i i get that a lot where a lot of people tell me because, like, I'm a like I said, I'm a huge, huge Kevin Eastman fan. Not just because of Turtles, but like his other stuff, like the Zombie Wars and yeah, the Infectious, and um, I can't even think of anything else. Well, and, well, he runs and he owns and runs um, Heavy Metal Magazine now too. Yeah, like when I first met Kevin Eastman, uh, he, I think he's still a part of it, but I think he sold his rights to. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think he sold his rights to. Um, don't hold me to that. But um, when I first met him, I, I only I've only been to San Diego Comic Con like one time, and it was in 2002. Um, my buddy and I went right after high school. We graduated, and we were like, "Let's go to Comic Con! Like, it's a big show!" And we went, and um, I I had I met Kevin Eastman, and he had just put out his um, he called it like his art autobiography of Ninja Turtle stuff. Okay. And it's just like a, a hardcover book of just tons and tons of like 
his pieces of turtle stuff. So I, that blew me away. Like I said, like high school turtles was, that's all I did was just read turtles in high school. Uh-huh. And I bought that and like, I got a picture with them and my eyes are just like wide open. Like <laughs> I just, I look like I'm a deer in headlights because if I'm like, Oh my God, I'm meeting Kevin Eastman. But well, like, when you meet him again, when, when you get, when you meet him again next time, you have to reenact that picture again. I've been, um, there's a show here in Atlanta called um, Dragon Con. And um, I I do Dragon Con every year. And one year he was like special guest. And I knew the guy that was the art director for the comic area. And Mm -hmm. he purposely put me next to him because he knew how much of a turtle fan I was. So I got to sit next to Eastman at the show. It was right when IDW had just started doing the turtles. And um, he was awesome. Like we, we, we talked and we, um, he shared like people would when people were he was there only two days and he sat there and he just signed anything and everything. It was like he had just started getting back into doing comics again, I think. And um, he signed anything and everything they had. People would bring these giant stacks and he would just sign it all. He'd be like, "What's your favorite? What's your favorite turtle?" And then he just oh man, free. Like this is this. I was paying like hundred and twenty five bucks an issue last year to get sent in. He was doing all this stuff for free, so that tells oh, you, like, man. right when it start when he started back into comics and, um, or at least turtles, and um, he, if if someone came up with something cool and rare, since he knew, like, I knew all this stuff, because like I remember Comics Journal put out this interview with him. This is about twenty years ago, and um, he just like lays it all out, like how he worked, how he had Tundra, his company called Tundra. Yeah. Where they, you know they lost all that money um, making comics and all that stuff. So he, um, I, I, I talked to him about all that stuff, and it was just really cool. And at the end of the show, it's actually on my wall here. Hold on. He's like, "Oh, this is a uh, here you go. This is for wow. being a, a good booth neighbor." And I was just like, I was literally trying not to cry. That's amazing. This is like the coolest thing. At, like. I got yeah, him. I, I don't think comics. I'd be able to hold back tears. That's, that's yeah. I got, I got him to sign my comics, but him drawing the, he's like, yeah, I just drew this for you, and I was like, oh my god, are you kidding me right now? So this is like one of my prized possessions. Is this amazing? It's just it's all four on a cover. Like this is insane. If you look really closely, there's one of Jason's tears right there by <laughs> Leo's sword. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I've, I've met him several times after that, but. Um, I don't think he really remembers me, you know, you know, well, you see some people so. all the time. So that this is so awesome. Um, we can keep talking all day and I think you could too, cause you seem to enjoy this. So why don't we try and have you back again another time? Cause I, I think we could definitely fill another show if, if, if you don't mind doing it one time with us later on down the road. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm okay. literally done with this piece. So I, I kind of figured that I, I've learned to time things up pretty good and watching you guys now. So I've, I've learned to kind of be on my hosting duties. So <laughs> uh, why don't you uh, give everybody again, your, your, your details for everybody can meet you and we'll sign off. And then uh, me and you and Ty will talk for a couple seconds once we're all done. Cool. Yeah, so um, Jason, I don't know if you could see it. Uh, Jason Flowers yeah, Art. Yeah. com. That's where you can find my comics. Um, um, mainly, it's just all my comics online. Um, when I do conventions, that's really where you can find most of my art prints and my fan prints. Um, 
But yeah, the, the website, jasonflowersart.bigcartel.com. That's where you can find all um, my books. Jason Flowers Art is my tag name for Facebook, my blog, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, TikTok. Um, what else is out there now? Maybe, maybe WhatsApp. Not WhatsApp. What's not? Oh, sorry. What's not? What's not? WhatsApp is something it, different. Yeah, WhatsApp something. If different. I if I start a if I start a what's not, it definitely will be. But. Um, <laughs> But yeah, that, that's where you can find me. I'm always making comics, um, hopefully getting more turtle work in the future. And um, and, just, and Bounty Bullfrog. And I, I will definitely be making tons of Bounty Bullfrog, but um, just making I'm art in general. You got but, figures of that. Yeah. I haven't even read it yet, and I want the figures. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's, that's the, the collector's crutch. They're that's fantastic. So cool, dude. Hey, I, I just, it, that is my so wife, cool. My wife did a good job, and and Matthew did an awesome job. Like him coming up with the idea of the magnet was just like mind blowing. I couldn't believe he did that, but yeah, I mean, it's, cool. it's cool. It's very very awesome, very inspiring to tell me it, to tell me that like I've got some, I have an idea, you know, and I think people obviously are kind of liking it. So to keep keep going with it, but, that sounds um, awesome. Very grateful uh, for everyone. Again, thank you for so much coming on. It's been a blast. Uh, I've had it, it's it's felt like a date almost. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's been cool. So I I do appreciate you coming on. Yeah, thank you. I mean, I I've had a lot of coffee, so I apologize for how like blah, 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 I am. But, no, no, um, I, it, you're on par for us. It's so. okay. You got that <laughs> sketch done up there pretty quick. So the coffee, I'm sure, helped you. <laughs> oh yeah, always cool. gives a good kick. Awesome. Um, yeah, thanks for coming on and everyone else. Thanks for watching. This is what sounds like part one of uh, many, many uh, times we'll have Jason on this show, hopefully. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we will. We'll see you guys all next week. Next week. Peace out, guys. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs>